With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Big Fish Small Pod. I'm A.T. Werdahl, and I don't really want to talk about the sport today. Um, I'm going to. That's what these 10 minutes will be allotted to. But I'm, I, I, don't want, I don't want to talk about it. It's been brought to, the, brought to light by an MLB ad, MILB advocate group that three of the Marlins affiliates... This is what they're reporting, not necessarily the whole truth, so much as they're reporting for the Marlins, in addition to having reported on many other major league organizations already this year and prior to it, about just bad conditions for minor league players. Um, I mean, we all know about the minor leagues. It's like I mean, the minor leagues pre-exist my fandom. Understanding the minor leagues and just this, like, practice of under-supporting people, um, throwing them into, like, hot water and seeing who rises to the top and makes it to the majors and becomes, like, your Edward Cabrera, becomes your Jazz Chisholm Jr. Or, like, John Birdie. Um, These players make a tremendous effort to get to the highest point in the game, to get to the major leagues. Some by just immense talent, some by thousands of plate appearances, some by even going to independent, unaffiliated baseball, um, where like the struggles are similar to the minor leagues. Um, to, as a fan, just to like appreciate every aspect of the sport, like the minor leagues are enveloped into it. To play MLB the show is to play road to the show and 
see at least a bit of that progression, that like career path. Um, getting closer to the game, yeah, you meet people that retire because of this situations don't align with where they're at as people, as like maturing people in their early to mid 20s. There's a real lack of support uh, made by owners of the major league teams, like at least a financial commitment, whether or not like any blame is to fall on the owner is like totally like, I don't, who knows? Um, ultimately, it's just something is neglected. Uh, who picks up for that neglect? Obviously, the players can't do it themselves. Sometimes, I'm sure, a player's family can support them. Or some players do receive large bonuses in the draft. Like, you're like Adley Rutschman, you're J.J. Blade. They're not worried about it. They can spend a couple thousand dollars to live 30 minutes from the stadium in a hotel, even. Is it ideal? No. Is that the good? Probably not. Probably not the best position for their growth. Does Do any of these people live in places like that? Probably not. I'm kind of bullshitting. Um, because, like, we're trying to hit on an abstract point. Um, that this is an area of neglect that's been neglected over the years. This, like, corner cutting is typical. We've seen it in the Marlins year after year. Uh, I was fixated yesterday on, on Chris Coughlin, just like, talking about Brian De La Cruz's Babbitt, just made me think of Chris Coughlin um, back in the day. He, like, received MVP votes for his, like, Rookie of the Year 2009. Um, clearly his best year. He has, like, 2,000 plate appearances in the majors, only about, like, 1.1 B-War. Um, the point being there, like, that was a player that I, as a, like, a, as a fan of the Marlins in my teens, was like, this is, like, the future. This guy's great. Uh, he, like, he started left field the next year. Um, 2010 Marlins didn't really go anywhere. They were, like, 80-82. Um, fired Freddy Gonzalez mid-year. Kind of, a like, a train wreck of a season. Uh, a stall out ahead of what should have been, like, more of a launch, um, I think the some position feels, like, analogous to, like, where the Marlins are at now, bit of a stall out, 2021, have a player, Brian De La Cruz, who's really getting hot, kind of, like, feeling more like a piece of the future, I, I mean, watching Brian De La Cruz versus watching Chris Coughlin, I think that Brian De La Cruz is a more talented ball player, um, I, I think that at this point, already but while the Marlins are playing the Mets and like thusly on the topic of fan expectations fan understanding of the game you have to see how the Marlins organization has similarly cut corners over the years they didn't really add on free agents heading up to 2010 they didn't stock up the team they were putting that off till 2012 when they could do it. I mean, this is a different ownership group that Jeffrey Loria um, owns team. So totally, I mean, at least potentially a totally different way of doing things. But where we're at now, it's still a question of what corners will be cut. And it's disheartening as a fan to see just outright 
that a corner is being cut when there's no reason for that. I, I love the sport, and I want to see good baseball. I'd be thrilled to have, like, 162 games a year and playoffs, competitive, good baseball um, with, like, talented players with a disciplined approach, with good game plans, and just, like, an exciting story with people that are, like, exceptional humans playing this game at such a high level. Hopefully, it's a case of something being called out to then introduce action against it and build a minor league foundation with a holistic sense of respect for the people who play the sport. Tuesday night's games in New York uh, offered a bit of a glimpse at a Marlins team that isn't quite there yet. First game of the doubleheader was a game resumed from April 11th. Uh, totally weird box score. Uh, totally weird, just all of it. Um, Brian De La Cruz, first major league hit, April 11th, 2021. 20, um, months before his trade to the Marlins. Just a... I don't get it. Um, I don't understand why they uh, are pretending that this game happened on April 11th. I, I don't need to, though. Um, I, I am tickled by it. It was a funny game. Uh, it was an upsetting game. I Really, it felt like another one of those games that the... I mean, it just was another game that the bullpen... Um, it just got away from the bullpen. Anthony Bass, in particular, was uh, trusted in the position to close the game out. Um, not like a save situation so much as, hey, let's end the game. Um, it just didn't happen there. Richard Blyer came in, didn't have it there. Dylan Floro came in. Uh, game was lost there. Uh, you know, um, game two, Edward Cabrera came on in facing Trevor Williams. Uh, Trevor Williams, former Marlin, uh, kind of compelling to me how often another team seems to trot out a former Marlin starting pitcher. It's been a trend for a while now of the Marlins developing good pitching talent. Edward Cabrera really does seem to be like another in that line. Uh, certainly like a progression in talent up from Trevor Williams. Um, but the game, Trevor just attacked the Marlins to start. Just throwing that fastball low, perhaps knowing that he's not like the best pitcher out there. He doesn't throw 98. He's not that, like, strikeout stuff guy. He's the guy that can take advantage of approaches. Seemed like he was throwing his fastball low, trying to induce that ground ball, expecting early aggression on Marlins hitters, who are like, oh, this guy's hittable. It's just intelligent pitching from Trevor Williams and the Mets to start game two. Well, Edward Cabrera came out and established, like, all of his pitches. They were there. He got some swing and miss. Um into the fourth scoreless it wasn't until after he uh tripped on the mound through a changeup down the middle afterwards to conforto conforto took it to the upper deck that game got anything close to being out of hand prior to that it was a shutout and it's edwards second start with perhaps something of a sophomore approach something like a finesse pitcher approach maybe for edward cabrera 
Uh, perhaps that's a Sandy Leone influence, who's a catcher used to being the reliable catcher that the minor leaguer can come up and trust. Just the type of stuff that people usually have when they come up in situations like that isn't near Edward Cabrera. In no way have we gotten close to Edward Cabrera's limit. In the seven inning game, the Marlins were not able to come back after that Conforto home run falling to the Mets 3-2-1. To lose two games on different days at the same time, I'm glad that we have the day off. Uh, Ida's remnants heading up through New York. So no baseball game today, September 1st. Marlins will get another chance on the second against Carlos Carrasco. Well, today's game has been pushed to September 28th. For the podcast, I've been A.T. Werdahl. Truly, I am exhausted, but the rest of our team at Fish Stripes will be back with you later today and tomorrow with the latest.